Hello, Mata. Hello, Fada. Right to you from Camp I Gotta. They won't let me out of cabin till I tell you all the fun that I am having. There's this thing they call on bunk time. They should call it counselor prank time. We put whipped cream in her backpack. She can't figure why mosquitoes attack. Don't you worry about the sailing. The boats do leak, but we're bailing. Lifeguards say the lake is not high. We're not drowning, but we're surely not dry. About the horses, I fell off one, but I fell right on my bottom. Gave a bounce and then I landed far away from where my horse was standing. About the food, it's rarely moving. You should see the weight I'm losing. Kitchen duties, my favorite chore. If you can't throw water, chores are a bore. About this letter that I'm writing, they might tell you I was fighting. Friendship's hard when you're all tired, but we fixed it at last night's campfire. Please don't let them send me back home. I'll be good like my best friend Joan. She tells all the best ghost stories and knows how to make the counselors worry. There's no way to make you see what this camp has meant to me. The only way I'll ever learn to light a fire is to watch one burn. So I'm sending this here letter just to tell you camp is better. I'm not homesick anymore. After all, this home will be a bore. And who knows when we'll be all together again, singing all together again, we're here. The question for today's campfire was, what does camp mean to you? In 25 words or less. Brianna. Immersion in nature and magic, where honest and energetic identities reign. Lessons in self-confidence and perseverance. Laughter by a lake, tent, or trail. Anne. Camp means my true self was tried, discovered, and evolved. Camp means empowerment. Crystal. An isolated community where lifelong friendships are forged in the highest highs and lowest lows of youth. Extremely peaceful or totally insane. Family. Carrie. Camp means acceptance. A place where you go to feel totally accepted for who you are. Free of judgment and pressures to be something you're not. Jen. Camp is a place where you can discover your inner magic, experiencing empowerment, creating lifelong friendships, discovering possibilities, nurturing curiosity, and seeing beauty in everything, especially mud puddles. Marcy, I learned who I was and really began to understand Christ's relationship with me. Not just my parents' faith, but my own faith. It was and is a place of joy and laughter and friendship and loving being outdoors and acceptance of who each person is. Sarah, Growth and character discovery in a safe and accepting community. Lifelong friends who love, challenge, and care for you. Amy. I never went. I worked during the summer. It wasn't camp, but if those fields and houses could talk... Karen. Camp is a place where I've learned new skills and made lifetime friends, both in a place where I've always felt comforted by the forest. Kathy. 
Camp is a wonderland. Wonder is a gift that is taken for granted. Important moments that make forever memories. Finding strength, kindness, compassion, and the preciousness of all life. Laura. Camp is about exploring the yet. Being with a community of friends as you try new things. Might not be ready yet, but it is a safe space to practice and learn. Campers are put through challenges, sometimes unintentional, fire won't start in the rain, and the bond they create from overcoming the challenges gives them an identity. They feel safe, then, to explore and take on the yet. Bonsai. Camp is sacred healing land, filled with walls and trees that could tell stories for centuries about the strangers who arrived nervous and excited, and then left magically bonded, transformed for life, more authentic and aligned with their soul. Molly. Covered in dirt and bug bites, tired, fulfilled, and smelling like a piffy. Home from camp. not-so-ghostly ghost story by Chris Baker Dersh. It was late. Really late. Later than I should have been walking back to my tent. I'll be the first to admit that. And of course I didn't have a flashlight. At camp one never has a flashlight when one needs a flashlight. That's basically a rule. After a whole summer there, though, I knew the place like the back of my hand. I was unlikely to trip over something. When I first saw it, I was sure it was just a stray moonbeam, some stray stardust, some stray light from somewhere. It's amazing how quickly your brain can find a meaning for something when there is no meaning. I walked on the other side of the trail, perhaps a little faster, and told myself I was being ridiculous. As I got closer, it started to have more of a shape, started to look more like a person started to become more scary. I have a tendency to overreact to things. I have a tendency to panic sometimes. And so I was still trying to convince myself it was just a moonbeam. As I got closer, it looked less like a moonbeam. As I got closer, it looked more defined, sort of like if a person was wearing a very, very oversized white t-shirt at midnight on the trail to my tent. I had still almost convinced myself it wasn't real when it started talking to me. Chris, it said. Chris, is that you? Okay, maybe it was a scarecrow, maybe it was a moonbeam, maybe it was some spare bit of light... Maybe it was even a loose horse, but none of those things should know what my name was. What do you say when a strange apparition by the side of a trail knows your name? Nothing. You just keep walking. I had never walked so fast, and mind you, I still didn't have a flashlight, and I was still afraid I might trip. Chris, it said, if that's you, will you please say something? It's Karen! It's Karen! Oh my god. Oh my god. It was my friend standing by the side of the trail waiting for her friend 
to get back from the bathroom with the flashlight. You'd think there would be some lesson I learned from this, but the truth is I still walk around that camp at night. I still walk around without a flashlight. But I still never trip. What Summer Camp Means to Me by Mrs. J. Jesus lived at Malibu Summer Camp in cedar cabins and the dining hall with its red check tablecloths. He attended club meetings when not hiking. Hi there, everybody. Chris Baker Dirsch here, producer and editor of No Extra Words, the Flash Fiction Podcast. I wanted to check in with you at the end of the show because I really didn't want to pull you away mid-campfire. This show represented a departure from our usual format in a lot of ways, and I want to give you a little bit of backstory. I decided to put together a summer camp episode several weeks ago and put a call out for people to send their what summer camp means to me in 25 words or less and was sort of thinking about how to build the show. I had not specified which kind of camp I was talking about when I said summer camp, but for me, summer camp will always be synonymous with the Girl Scouts. My mother ran a Girl Scout day camp, and I spent my college years as a camp counselor at Girl Scout camp. And as I was putting this episode together, the Girl Scouts of Western Washington, which is the local region here for me, um, they were faced with a decision about how to defend their policy of inclusion when it came to accepting money from donors to fund their programs. And they reaffirmed that Girl Scouts and that camp is for everyone. And it was a really special moment for a lot of us who've been connected with them for a long time. And it made putting together this summer camp episode all the more meaningful for me. I really appreciate everyone who contributed. And it really was people from all over with all kinds of camp experiences. Have to give a huge shout out to Mrs. J. Mrs. J and I worked together a few years ago. And she took my call really above and beyond to a place where she wrote this piece of microfiction that was super fun and that I had to kind of give its own slot to. So it really is a different format. I wanted there to be an annoying camp song. I wanted there to be a ghost story, which I'm not good at writing, and so that became its own thing. In case anyone is wondering, yes, the ghost story is fiction. Anything that would say that I don't trip over my feet at camp would definitely be called fiction, and also the names have been changed to protect the innocent. I hope you enjoyed the summer camp episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you, and again, thank you to everyone who made it possible by adding their own contributions. What came out is not the episode I had in mind when I started this, and I think it's actually better. I am starting to move towards featuring more contributor stories and fewer of my own, which was always the goal of this podcast. And so I'm happy to announce that in our next episode, there will not be a story by me. We're going to do the Microfiction Triumvirate, which is three stories, and it is going to be the same length as a usual show. It's just they're very, very short stories. And I can confirm at this point that our contributors for the next episode are Nancy Stolman, Lisa Falzone, and Taylor Eaton. I'm thrilled that each of these ladies are sharing their stories with us. I look forward to bringing those to you. And there are wonderful things beyond that in August and September that are coming for listeners of No Extra Words. So continue to check us out, noextrawords.wordpress.com. Be in touch on um, email, Facebook, all those things. And I look forward to seeing you all soon. In the meantime, take care.